Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. Grantzel Deck will pay for her crimes against us all. I vow to that. The heroes encounter a pair of mystical creatures. No, we're just very hungry. And send their toughest negotiator to the bargaining table. Galabras. <laughs> we'll send you in alone to negotiate. I just Lord don't. pushes him in and closes the door. <laughs> but if negotiations go south. Uh, I should let you know. That in the interest of being transparent. In, 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 the, in the entrance of complete transparency, we have in our number... Uh, a bear, <laughs> uh, a shadow cloak. A real hero could save the day. Man, I really wish that Batman was here. <laughs> because that would be a huge advantage. For it would us. be a boon. He'd know what to do. The adventure continues now. Glassmates, and welcome to episode 65 of the Glass Cannon Podcast. This is me, Skid Maher. Uh, just wanted to mention that Troy and I recorded a really fun conversation with our friends at the Boards Alive podcast. That'll be out uh, next month. We'll make an announcement of that on Twitter and the Facebook. Uh, also wanted to say that the core rulebook winner for the contest for the best new house rule will be announced next week. And the final five for the Ultimate Intrigue sourcebook giveaway will be announced the week after that. That's for the best character concepts that we received. So very excited about that. Hope you are too. Uh, and I also uh, recorded a, an episode of the Songs You're Sick Of podcast with my friend and New Yorker cartoonist Joe Dater. And that should be out in a few weeks. Also, we had a great time and uh, we'll definitely make an announcement on that as well. So for the moment, enjoy episode 65 isn't it romantic whore? Welcome back to the Glass Cannon Podcast. My guests today are Joe O'Brien, Skid Mar, Matthew Capodicasa, and Grant Berger. Are we doing a pledge drive? <laughs> yeah, seriously. For three cents a day, you can keep this podcast going. I'm Terry Gross, and today I'm going to ask... The big, bad, evil guy. What his motivations are. <laughs> Welcome to Fresh Air. I feel like this is what most actual play podcasts sound like. <laughs> Everyone's so calm. <laughs> and I stab him through the heart with a twisted dagger. And jimmy it up and down a little bit. Um, natural one. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Like, yeah. a, like yeah. a golf commentator. Let's all go ahead and... Roll for initiative. Like the chalky normal level, and then something about to happen. They have to shut up the rest, and he's about to he's about to hit it real quick. <laughs> yeah, that's not gonna do it. <laughs> Ooh, that was close. Um, welcome back, guys. I yeah. can't believe Lork has been falling for a whole week. <laughs> that's a long drop. That's, that's a, a lot of falling drop. damage. I just kept rolling D6s uh, every hour since last episode. <laughs> just so I can compile. All right, the, what's uh, the total? The damage. Uh, hold on. I wrote it down somewhere. <laughs> uh, so, so Lork, you, you walked up to this um, 
sort of gated. It was, uh, you know, it looked like a well, looked like the water supply. There was a, a fence, a low fence that you could just step right over. Uh, you went to inspect it, just missed the perception check to notice that the tiles were all waterlogged. The floor gave way and fell through. What was the last thing that went through Lork's head as the ground gave out beneath him and he fell into darkness? Uh, oh, fuck my knee. <laughs> you know, he's got to land somewhere and he's going to try to land in such a way that he doesn't permanently injure himself. Imagine if Lork became partially paralyzed in the middle of this. I mean, that's, I'm thinking that's best case scenario right now. I know. We, I all, know. Just, we all just slowly back away. <laughs> I mean, I've had a week to think about what is down there and I have no idea. Like, it was a well, so I'm like, is it water? I don't know. Is it going to be... Um, I, you know, I think he's going to look down first and see what's coming up at him. But, uh, yeah, I'm, you know, as a character, I'm definitely worried about, you know, when you already have like a bad joint to land on it like that could be really, really bad. Uh, you're talking like permanent dexterity damage, uh, which worries me. Right. And there isn't anyone else in the party, uh, that can carry you. Right. Um, so you're just kind of, they just kind of have to leave you there for dead. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Maybe they'll leave you your bear so you'll have something to eat. Uh, <laughs> oh my if God. things get really bad. That's awful. Uh, or, at least, or at least the bear will have something to eat. Either way, either way <laughs> one of them will survive a little longer. It is. Yeah, it's kind of a win win. Um, well, I, I've been putting it off, um, but I'm going to roll uh, the damage. For Lork's fall. Let me just get my dice here. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. You oh, take no. four points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> you fall wow. ten feet. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh. God damn it. Man. You, can, you can, like, climb out of there. This has been the worst week. <laughs> man, I real, my, my imagination really got the best of me this week. All the funeral arrangements and everything. Got ordered flowers and all for naught. You rolled up a new character and everything, probably. I did. I did. Uh, this is Mork. <laughs> Lork, you land, take four points of damage, and you are uh, at the bottom of this well. Uh, you can actually see it on the map you have of the fort, the first level of the fort. You fell into that uh, circular chamber um, that is clearly to the right of where you were standing. I doubt any of you looked at the map this week, but yeah. Lork, you just fell ten feet down Oh, okay. uh, into a room that just has double doors leading out that you would know lead back into the inner bailey. Oh, okay. Um... Can I do a perception check? I mean, there's no water. It's an, an unused well, uh, no, uh, dried no, up well. No, it's there's there's water there. Okay, and they were probably using it as the fort's water supply. Okay, um, and it's probably connected like underground to the river to the Esk. Got it. Okay, um, I just do a general perception check around the area. Sure. To see if anything interesting uh, fell down here. Thirty-four. Thirty-four. <laughs> you're you're looking around down there after you dust yourself off, stretch your knee. Do a little hammy string, stretch, and uh, you feel along the wall, and you find a secret door in the eastern wall. Oh. Wow. Nice. Uh, was it DC, higher than DC 30? Because my favorite enemy was still on from the Hill Giant fight. Oh. <laughs> um, it was not. Okay. It good. was not. Uh, do you look through the door? Um, yeah. Do we think he's dead? Well, okay, so yeah, so I <laughs> shout out. <laughs> so first, first, Lord shouts up. They're just crying. You just hear weeping about Everybody's dead. I found a secret door. But yeah, <laughs> so I just yell out. I'm fine. It was a short drop. There's a door down here. Any of you want to come down here and check it out with me? Crickets. <laughs> uh, yeah, yes. Sorry, we're just, we're in shock. I'll, uh, I'll come down. Do we want to lower you on a rope so you yeah. guys have a way to get back? Yeah. How demeaning. As a grown man, just get tied to a rope. <laughs> well, lower down. rope and I can climb Let me down. ask you this. Do you have dungeoneering? I do. Roll dungeoneering before you start bringing the whole party down. Okay. Just to kind of give you a sense of what's what. Uh, 25. 25. You feel like this is the other side of where the portculus trap was. So when you oh. came in, you went to the right. And remember, you, you looked through. There was a porculus down to your left. You guys went to the right. Another porculus fell. 
and you lifted it, and you went to the end and there. I, Baron got hit by the scythe, and you found and another And that was a while ago. Door. And then we went I, I outside, the into the courtyard, side. ogres, sanctuary, back into the keep. Right. Over to the left, down, and we're back And you're back where again. We had you in. gone left, as you tried to lift that portcullis, there was no other scythe trap, but there was a secret door that would have led into this well. Hold on, Galabras, hold on. This is just leading back to where we already come from. Oh, that's boring. <laughs> uh, he finally sounds his age. Agreed. Baron, throw me a rope. Uh, let me just find a dope to wrap it around first. <laughs> back on. Back on the bad jokes, guys. All right, All right um, so can... Uh, well, we can, actually, you know what? We can climb back up or we can go into the downstairs area from here. Right? Didn't you say there's double doors leading out of here? But those go into the... That goes back into the Bailey. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you, you could, but you, uh, just to re, reorient you, you guys came, entered the keep from the second level. So you went up right. some steps, went down the, went through the open drawbridge, walked into a, what looks like a reconstructed bedroom for the giants. You killed the two hill giants. Then you went through a door, found staircase going down. You opted to go to the left, and that's where you fell down the well. So there's still a staircase going down, or you can go back into the bailey. But you'd just be doing a... I mean, yeah, you could just go back to the Bailey, come back around, but you don't know who might be walking around out there. Um, Let's go back and check out whoever it was that was peeking out of that door. Well, we're, Now's mm-hmm. our excuse to go back and <laughs> complete that part of the... <laughs> right before you entered that room, there were stairs going down. So that you, these are your, your options. Before you enter the room with the well, there are stairs going downstairs. You have a map of, that, of the downstairs, and you would think that those stairs lead to two connected large rooms. From the room with the hill giants, there's a set of double doors to your right that you know already leads back to where you guys broke into the fort, through the grate. And then there's a set of double doors in the middle that leads to a room you're not familiar with. And then there's the middle buildings as well. Um, those are your options. It's a lot of options. And then there's the whole front of the fort that you guys right. bypass. Uh, why don't we try to keep clearing the top floor of the keep? We're already up here. Cool. Open the other doors. Do you want to check? Uh, there's also going down in the cube. Do you want to check that as well or no? Well, Just eventually. Let, okay. let, let's clear out the top floor and then we'll work our way down. Sounds good to me. Okay. All right. That leaves the center door from where we fought the hill giants. Cool. Lork wants to go in the center. Double doors. All right. So you're going to climb back up. They'll help you out. Yeah. Climb back up, <laughs> back into that center room. It's all like crumbled and uh, the walls are broken down and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's all difficult, difficult terrain. terrain. Yeah. Okay. And we'll go uh, examine those double doors. Okay. Uh, show me party order. Who's examining? Who's uh, Lork will get up front. Who's so kicking the door down? <laughs> Della will go up front as well. Uh, Ingrahild, alone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least you remembered she's with you this episode. <laughs> Um, I'll be I'll be right behind Della and Lork. Uh, I'm going to do a perception on the door for, uh, just for any sound. Okay. Um, natural twenty. Natty. I've used all my good rolls already. <laughs> that bodes well. <laughs> on skill checks <laughs> through the doors, you hear low grumbling and like it, it almost sounds like a bit of a fight. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's the uh, bears. Uh, yeah, the bears or yeah, a kennel of some kind. Mm. Or people or orcs having sex. Well, um, we know what orcs having sex sounds like. Now. So <laughs> we it certainly do. does it sound like True. that. Yeah, that knowledge, is, match that sound. That is canon now. Uh, <laughs> can I roll a knowledge it orc copulation? It, it does not sound like that. It sounds more like a uh, like a fight. Well, so does them. Is <laughs> them having sex? Right. Yeah, okay. This is not sex. Okay. These are not sex sounds. All right. Then Lork is going to think these sounds will mask the sound of the door opening. So he's just going to try to slowly, stealthily open the door and look in to see what is inside. Very well. A huge iron cage fills most of this circular chamber. There are crates, chests, statues, paintings, all sorts of objets d'art. Uh, filling the room around the perimeter of this cage. It's very cramped quarters, and you can see that it'd be very difficult to even walk into the room. Inside of the cage, you see a large piece of furniture of some sort, something like that, sitting under a uh, cloth drapery, some sort of giant cloth drapery. And inside of the cage are two creatures that you've never seen before, nipping and biting at each other. Huh. And they look like this. Oh, 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 oh my god. 
It's like a Gary Busey. That is. <laughs> it looks like. Uh, it looks like a sphinx. It's, the it's a manticore. It's a manticore. Yes. They are in fact manticores. Yeah. Wow. Body of a lion, uh, wings of a dragon, tails of a lemur. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> scorpion. This is surface on the ocean. Some so, sort of reptile, right? They have scorpion. And, uh, scorpion tails. Since I pre-drew these maps, look at this. I'm just gonna untape the portion that I had hidden. Troy tapes. Uh, shaped piece of paper over the map. He's peeling it off now. It looks That's like, the kind of dedication he has yeah. in this podcast. Time saver. It looks like a waffle maker. And there are these two, and they are large creatures. Man, that is a tight room. I have, I have one uh, actual manticore pond, and the other one is uh, I brought back the old uh, lizard. Oh, from, my oh, God. Yeah. From so, uh, the battle on now. <laughs> here's my thought. That gorilla we killed... They were trying, I don't know if they were ordering it, but it seems like they're trying to spice up the, uh, the fighting in the arena. And maybe they're going to have the gorilla fight these things. Maybe. Maybe. Um, they, they placed an order on Amazon for... for mm-hmm. What are the knowledge checks on these monsters? I'd like to roll one if, it's, if I have anything applicable. Uh, sure, it's going to be knowledge arcana. Oh, yeah. all right. Uh, they're magical beasts. They are indeed. Help us out, Della. 21 for Della. That's a pretty damn good roll. You know that these are, in fact, magical beasts. This is probably a mated pair. Oh. They have... <laughs> no wonder they're fighting. <laughs> they have scent. Classic. So they can, uh, not unlike Barry Connick Jr., they can see, you know, they have a better chance of attacking you while invisible. Um, and they can launch spikes from their tail. <laughs> okay. Oh, yikes. Um, um, you're standing there at the door. They're still nipping. I'm going to give you an option to tell me what you want to do before they might notice that you're there. I so, want to do a perception to see if the cage is locked. Like if it's a cage, right? Like it looks like they're the caged cage in there. Al- as you can see from the drawing, but and you can't see at home, the cage is almost filling the entire room. But it is and closed. Then, but it is cl- it's it's closed. Yeah, it's like uh, Hannibal Lecter. Exactly, cage exactly. And, uh, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Like in the second act of. Of Silence of the Lambs. His, yeah, his, <laughs> yeah, it's like in the middle of the room. His final appearance. Uh, you can case. roll that perception check and then tell me what you want to do. Um, I just want to look and see if it appears locked. Uh, 18. 18. It doesn't seem to have a lock and key situation. It looks like there's a pulley system. Oh. That can uh, lift the cage. Uh, it's like that trap that falls in you in Resident Evil 4. All right, I'm going to close the door. Lork closes the door. Explain what you I wait. see. You just still hear that sounds of nipping back and forth. Okay. I mean, I don't see any reason to fight them if they're in a I don't either. They're, they're caged. Um, I mean... Unless there's cool stuff in the crates that we want. Do you... Della, do you know if they're intelligent? Like, are they intelligent beasts? Would they... Do I know if they're intelligent? You rolled really high. Um, so I could tell you they, are, they have intelligence. They're not the, the, smart, the sharpest... So we couldn't, we couldn't talk to them. Like, right. We, they're pretty much like animals. They, if they were released, they would attack They can whoever. probably talk. Oh, Okay. To each other. To or, and to you, if you speak. If you speak. <laughs> Too yeah. bad we don't have someone who has tongues. Uh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> got tongues, bro. If, uh, if we spoke Covita. You know, they're, they're, it's possible you could parlay with them. Um, but they, you know, you close the door before that. What language, what language do they speak? Would I know that from my role? Uh, I could tell you that they probably can speak common. Oh, wow. Oh, let's talk let's to them. Let's talk to them. Yeah. yeah. That sounds like fun. Who wants right. to talk? I mean, they're That's in a, not my strong suit. I'll, uh, I'll talk to them. I'll, uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll advise you as to okay. things I know <laughs> yeah, about. Galabras, we'll send you in alone <laughs> to negotiate. I just Lord don't. pushes him in and closes the door. All right. Good luck. <laughs> no, I just don't mention that. <laughs> <laughs> They're very sensitive about their tails. Don't mention their tails. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, uh, I open the door a crack. And um, I just so they can hear me, I don't show my face. Hello, Manticores. Hello. Can you hear me? Oh, that's great. That's grand. Who, who is that? Who is that? Oh wow. I my name is Glabrus. Uh, I'm uh, I'm from a long way away. I'm here with my friends. Uh, are you being kept here against your will? Yes, yes, we are prisoners of this evil giant who starves and mistreats us. Please, please free us. Well, we'd love to let you go. Um, slight uh, concern on our, our, our end. Uh, <laughs> we're just a bit, a bit worried that were we to let you go, 
that you might uh, attack us in turn. Now, uh, is there any assurance you can give us that this will not happen? Who, who is this? How do I know this isn't some trick? Show yourself! No, no trick. No, I, I can't peek my head in. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> yeah, I just peek my head in. Come in here where I can't see you. How do I know you're not working with her? Well, I'm, I'm a human. Uh, she doesn't work with humans, does she? She works mainly with orcs, yes? <sighs> She's treated us so badly, I don't know what to believe. Well, you can trust me. I'm, I'm very trustworthy. Here! And I, like, I show her my... Uh, holy symbol. Is it Desna? Desna and everything. <laughs> they talk to each other. I don't know about this Desna or holy symbols. Just free us. Uh, I lean back and say, well, um, seem rather agitated. Uh, understandably so. Uh, what do you think? Can I sense motive on them? Like I wanted to yeah, roll. Do that yeah. Sure. Uh, <laughs> nope. I rolled a 22. 15. Yeah, so you guys listening in, obviously you're not in the parlay, so you're going to take a little uh, minus to your rolls, but you would get the sense that they'll say anything to be freed. Hmm. Okay. Of course they would say, they'd but, say anything to be freed. But you believe that they're telling the truth, that they're being held against their will. Hmm. The trick right, is but them. we don't know they won't attack us if we, re- if we free them. Exactly. Right. It could be a good distraction, though. Yeah. Let them out into the courtyard, and then... Penetrate deeper into the fort. Well, I think it's, I think it's a decent gamble to take. If they turn on us, we can fight them. We can also be prepared to flee. And, right or run. Please, please. There's much in here that you can have. You can have all of it. Just let us go. All right. Um, we're leaning towards letting you go. Uh, I can tell you that much. Um, wondering if now this is this Incredible. is uh, this is optional. Um, uh, but if you could give us some, uh, your word, uh, some sort of pledge, uh, that we are confident you would honor, that you would not attack us and would instead only attack the people who have actually imprisoned you and will letting you free, so it doesn't make sense for you to attack us, really. We're both on the same side. Enemy, my enemy is my friend, all that. So, um, can you, uh, make some sort of, of, uh, of, uh, of assurance in that in that way. I don't know if you worship any deities. Uh, do you? No, no, we're just very hungry. We'll do whatever you say. We just want to be freed. All right, if just pinky swear, or the equivalent, <laughs> manticore equivalent, that you won't attack us. Fine. All right. Pinky swear. They're hungry. Is that good? Stay on your guard. Lork should not go into this room Uh, Lork wants to know if they um, I mean Galabras Do we even know we can free them Do you see the pulley Yeah well I uh, Baron do you want to take a look at this mechanism How do we lift a room sized cage Yeah I'll I'll take a look at the engineering And I'm I think we should go in at this point But uh, before we come in I think you should tell them That there's six of us Okay. Because you told them earlier you were a human and they're going to see a green-skinned guy. Yeah. And they, they might. Uh, be one more thing uh, before <laughs> we move any further. Uh, I should let you know... That in the interest of being transparent. In, 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 the, in the interest of complete transparency, we have in our number uh, a bear, <laughs> uh, a shadow folk, uh, a kyle... Uh, you may call them fetchlings, but please don't. It's very offensive. Thank you very much. And a half-orc. Now, don't be confused. He's not full-orc, and he is with us, not with them. Fine, fine. <laughs> Bring whoever you want. Just free us this a pulley on the wall. All right, we're going to look at the mechanism now to see if we can safely free you. Uh, my friend the dwarf is going to look, is going to, that's the next face you'll see, is, is the dwarf, all right? You're talking to them like a rude American to someone that just speaks a foreign language. <laughs> like it's really like a, loud and over-enunciating like everything. You know they speak common. <laughs> They're also not deaf, clearly. <laughs> so Baron walks over to the pulley system. All right, so the pulley system is on the far side of the room. Over uh, here? Right there, yep. Uh, can he do a perception check as he walks along? Absolutely, Any yeah. Any secret doors are just at all the things that are surrounding the cage. Mm-hmm. Do you want an escort? Uh, I rolled a 22. 22. So you're walking along. You see crates, uh, 
like st- storage supplies. It looks like maybe they moved in everything from the previous room into here. They just kind of stuffed it in here. Oh, so so it's difficult terrain all in the entire room just walking across. In the cage itself with the manticores, it looks like there's something hidden under a blanket in the middle, uh, some sort of blanket. And then you, uh, secrets don't make friends, Jones kids. <laughs> I was uh, lurking Galabra. <laughs> yeah, there's in the While background. he's working on the pulley. Uh, and you go over to the pulley and you rolled a, a 22, you said? Yeah. I can roll that over. Um, so it, you would think the cage, if, you're, if you touch the cage at all, uh, or just inspect it as you go, probably weighs almost 1,000 pounds. But the way that the pulley works, it, uh, it doubles the effective weight that a character can lift off the ground. But just from a, mechan- a simple machine, from a mechanical stem- standpoint, you need someone with a strength score of 17 or higher to use the pulley to hoist the cage five feet off the floor. Or, because I, I don't believe you have anyone with a 17 strength. Yep. Oh, you're 17? No, but I am when I rage. Ah. Or with bull strength. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, the other option is you guys can combine your strength scores to uh, lift it. And that is a full round action. As I walk past the manticores, I say, Howdy, y'all. And I say, "Hello, dwarf." And I, 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 I take in the information, and I try to real casually say, "I say, what's under that blanket, y'all?" I don't know. It's, this is her wedding dress. She said, "What? What? Oh, oh really? Oh. Why? Why she have it in there with y'all?" I don't know. Just please free us. We're starving. All right, well, I just took uh, my best applied engineering skills. I looked at this switch, and apparently I can't pull it. So let me get this big green guy in here. Hey, Lork, can you pull this for me? Um, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come in, and uh, I'd like to do a perception on the covered thing to see if it's moving at all. Okay. And I'm, I'm casting Shield of Faith on myself as uh, this is happening. F- 14. <laughs> 14 on the covering. It, it doesn't appear to be moving, but you do notice that on the other side of the room, it appears to be a set of double doors blocked by the cage. Oh, so another entrance in or out. Yes. Um, okay. So you, looking past that, you don't see anything moving, but you see a set of double doors that you didn't see until you... Boy, Manticore, what's through that door back there? I don't know. We're not allowed anywhere outside of this cage. You've never been anywhere else in the fort. You've never fought in the courtyard. No, she clipped our wings. Oh. Grantzeldeck will pay for her crimes against us all. I vow to that. Now, we're inclined to let you go. To let you go free and get out of this hellhole. But, if you make any false move when we open this cage, if you make any move to eat me or any of my friends, I'm going to kill you on sight. Is that understood? Understood. Um, okay. Then, uh, I will sheathe my weapon. (laughs) Unfortunately, and uh, grab the pulley. So I'm going to ready in action. Okay. That if once he once he opens it and they, uh, you know, I'm going to draw my bow, draw my bow, and if they if they move, make any move to attack any any of us, I'm going to attack them. Okay, so, and you're outside of the room. I can come in if that makes it easier. Baron, did you leave the room when Lork came in? Uh, is there like I could stand here maybe? I guess. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of room in there. Um, well, but it, it I just want to know if you left when Lork came in. No, I think I'm staying. And like, I, Lork, you got this? I, I, I look very much like my <laughs> mini with, well, I don't want to draw my gun on a sentient creature to threaten them as they go. So I kinda don't even see. know what it is, though. Right. I'm just going to say, hey, guys, this is my uh, new friend's wand. I'm just going to have it aimed right at you. <laughs> at your vital organs. Don't make, well, I mean, at I don't heart. think we have to, like... We don't need to split hairs here. Like, we are clearly, they are violent. We're afraid of them. They're a caged animal. They can't fly. They're going to have to come through us. We are well within our right to threaten them if they step out of line. Can I do something? This could be the only time that I could ever, ever use this skill. It's a a gun skill. I'm listening. Scoot unattended object. I can move small objects with like a... (laughs) So that thing, there's something under there, right? Can I try to shoot in a way that like... The edge of the, the what they called her dress like moves off of the thing. I, I understand what you're trying to do, but you got to imagine this is a wedding dress for a giant, so it looks like a uh, tent. tent. Yeah, like a tent covering this. So to be able to move that off okay. wouldn't, wouldn't quite happen. Um, and you'd be, you know, if these scare, aren't super intelligent them. creatures, they might take that as a uh, 
sign of aggression. A sign of aggression. Got it. Or if they're intelligent. I don't know if they allow that at zoos. <laughs> yeah. I just want to move that banana in the uh, gorilla cage. You don't see what is Let me use my Glock. Don't worry about it. You All don't right. want to um, get in the cage. Cool. It's totally them. cool. All right. Uh, so can I, do we want to do a bull strength on Lork and then a lift? Or do we want to do Lork and Baron pulling this at the same time? Let's save our bull strength probably. Unless you think they're going to attack us right away. Yeah, I just don't know. I don't know what's safest. Because um, I think we're going to have even bigger battles than this in this giant place. So I'm just thinking of conservation until... Because we've like run out of everything. Yeah, but what if it's this battle? <laughs> True, but uh, I'd say we can cast Bull Strength later and if they do become aggressive. Okay. Uh, so you want to help Lork? You're going to sheath your yeah. gun and we'll pull the, yeah, sure. pull the pulley. All right, so Baron walks up. Uh, next to Lork, um, and they both grab onto the pulley to pull. Meanwhile, the Labrys <clears throat> has cast Shield of Faith, and uh, Della has readied an and action. And you guys are to... both outside the room? Yeah. Oh, I'm standing in the doorway. And Barry Connick Jr. stands right next to me, by the way. Oh, so Barry Connick's in there as well. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Barry Connick Jr. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Ingrid enters as well, and she will be, like, right up on the cage just to make sure everything is on the up and up. Okay. Well, the cage is on the up and up, that's for sure, with this pulley system. Uh, Okay, so, Lork and Baron just... (laughs) Thousand-pound cage. Dust shaking off of it, and you lift it up five feet (laughs) off the ground, and you just see these manticores salivating <laughs> as one lunges at you and the other whips its tail. Roll for initiative. Oh, uh, man! <laughs> well, I walked well, right into that one. I, I hate to even uh, do this, but <laughs> we have a new, a new song from our resident, composer in residence. New Nick song! Lowe, for this uh, t- situation. Oh my god, that wow. was fantastic. <laughs> uh, Nick Lowe, ladies and gentlemen. Oh man, that's Marvel good. Zone. He's a genius. Did he just make that on his iPad again? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. incredible. Uh, all right, anybody over 20? I heard Joe just throw a die, <laughs> so I'm assuming no. <laughs> It was an accidental drop this time. <laughs> uh, okay, anybody over 15? Uh, 16 for Lork. 16 for Lork. Wow. Della and uh, Baron. Oh, these bastards. On the Anish. Uh, yeah, they were lying just because they want to eat. Uh, okay, so Lork and Barry Connick Jr. And uh, Baron, what'd you roll? 14. 14, Della? 14 for me as well, but Baron wins. Okay, and Galabras? Do you want to roll off? <laughs> uh, 12. 12 for Galabras. Ooh. Now, do I get a surprise round? Because I readied an action. You uh, you get to do your ready action. Yeah, absolutely. It's not a surprise round, but it's a readied action. So I go, is that, and that would that move me in the initiative order? How does yes. that work? Yeah, so it would move you to the top of the initiative order. Yep. Because you readied that. So yeah, not a surprise round. It just moves you to the top. Ingehild uh, goes Ingrahild. Ingrahild, excuse me, uh, goes uh, before Gel and Baron. Round one, these lie. I mean, you knew they were full of shit. Uh, I had a feeling. But you were kind of hoping that maybe they wouldn't be able to do anything. But the, you can see the reason they were nipping at each other, this mated pair, is they haven't eaten in weeks. Yeah, and, now they and that's, what, that's what animals, that's when they kill you. And now they see starving. fresh meat in the form of a half-orc, a dwarf, and a bear. <sighs> it's feeding time at the uh, Red Lake Fort Zoo. Stella. So one of them lunged at Lork and the other shot stuff out of its tail. What, what happened? Yes. So is either well, of them they're, they're, they're like, that's what they're going to do. Great. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I'm going to, sh- the one that's going to lunge, I'm going to shoot it with my bow. Uh, okay. 19 to hit. 19 hits, flat footed AC. Nice. Six points of damage. Six points of damage. And then Della is going to drop the bow, draw her scimitar set it on fire and step into the room. <laughs> That's like 17 move actions. <laughs> uh, no, I think you can do that, right? Dropping the bow and swiftly light the uh, cemetery. Yeah, okay. And draw, I draw it as I move in and light it on fire. Uh, all right. Lork, you and Baron are holding this yeah. cage up. Yeah. Uh, it is uh, Lork's turn. Yeah, I'm confused. So they didn't get a surprise round. They're not already on us. Like, can't I just drop the cage? 
Uh, and, yeah. And, and cage them again? Uh, I guess you could, yeah. Yeah, let's do that and just kill them. Yeah, I just let go of the cage yeah. and grab my sword. That's brilliant. Let's okay. Shoot uh, fish in a barrel. Mantis in a cage. Lork, Barry Connick Jr., and Ingrahild all roll a reflex save. Uh oh. Uh oh. Natural one. <laughs> Natural. <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, Again, uh, I hate to even bring this up, <laughs> but we have we have uh. another song that uh, Nick Lowe, our composer in residence, has also composed. Um, if you'll uh, if you'll allow me. That's I didn't expect it to happen in such quick succession, but I probably first, should have. First combat roll of the episode. Get ready for that one! <laughs> Baron, what'd you roll? 21. 21. Fuck. Uh, Ingrahild failed. Barry Connick Jr.? Uh, sorry, Barry Connick Jr. to uh, do 16. 16. Do you want Dell to roll for this too, since I'm now in the room? Uh, oh, you are in the room. Absolutely. I had a feeling. Uh, sorry. 18 for Barry Connick. 15 for Della. 15 for Della. <sighs> Ingrahild and Lork are knocked prone oh. in this difficult terrain and take 12 points of damage from the cage coming down. Oh, and I did not heal from before. Baron. <laughs> former combats. Baron, Della, and Barry Connick Jr. do not, are not knocked prone, but they take six points of damage from the cage falling. <sighs> <sighs> And, uh, yeah, so Lork and Ingerhild are on the ground. Barry Connick Jr.'s turn. Or does Lork still have an... A- I mean, you release the cage. You I re- got hit. Yeah. So you still have probably the rest of your action. You could stand Was it up. a free action, I assume, to release? Yeah, free the- action to release the cage. Okay, then I would stand back up and uh, draw my sword. Okay. Barry Connick Jr. Uh, stay. Stay, Barry. Stay, Barry. It is their turn. Uh, now... With the cage down, they will both unleash a volley of spikes. First one unleashes four at Lork. Uh, 13 to hit. Miss. Uh, 13 to hit again. Uh, 20 to hit. Hits. And Natty, 20. God damn it. On the die. Are you taking any kind of penalty that they're shooting through bars of a cage? Uh, no, it doesn't. It doesn't affect them. Uh, uh, no, I'm not. They're literally. No. <laughs> yeah, this is what's happening. They're whipping their tail, and all these spikes are coming out. Um, Skid, did Nick make a drop about Troy being a filthy cheater? He did. Uh, <laughs> let me scroll down. Let me get the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, where's that drop? The first spike that hits you does eight damage, and uh, this is, by the way, times four crit. Oh, Holy oh, shit! It's like a, they have handguns. It's gonna go right in my throat. I will roll to confirm the crit. Not confirmed. Oh, okay. Max damage is another 11 points of damage. The next one uh, uh, shoots four at Baron. First attack, 25. Second attack, 21. Third attack, miss. Fourth attack, 23. Ooh, three That's out of four. Uh, three, three hits. Did the 21 hit too? <clears throat> yeah, I'm at AC 20. Oh my god, so this volley of spikes is. is uh, our death music. Yeah. <laughs> 25 points of damage. Holy to fucking shit. Oh, God. And as long as they're on the other side of the cage and you guys are there, they can just keep volleying these spikes at you. Right. It is now Ingrid's turn. She stands up and holds her action. She doesn't yeah. know what to do. She's like, should, should we lift the cage? What, what, do we do? what do we do? They're just going to keep unleashing these spikes. Just run. Run out of the room. Uh, she's not going to run from battle. She's going to just be there at the ready, ready in action to help in some way if she can. Uh, it is now, I was going to say Batman's turn because I can't read my writing. It's Baron's turn. Uh, Baron's going to, it's difficult terrain, so I can only move 10 feet, really. Uh, so I'm going to shoot at the foremost one three times with my gun. Lork looks to be in rough shape, by the way. 20 against touch. 20 against touch hits. Uh, 14 against touch. Uh, that is also a hit. 
and 15 against touch. Three hits in a row. I, I reload nice. at, after the second one. Sure. Here's my damage. 11. Uh, crack die. Uh, 14. 11. Ooh. Three bullets just boom, boom, boom. Really dig into that first Ooh. manticore. <laughs> <laughs> and the sound echoes through our red leg forge. Oh, uh, right. <sighs> motherfucker. And by the way, someone asked us before, I don't know if we ever quite answered it, what a cracked die is. It's when you roll the die and it doesn't quite, it's like cracked on a, either a piece of paper or something that you have on your desk and it's not a uh, real number. It not lands a clear on a number. It lands on an edge, not on a... Flat side, yeah, and flat we reroll those if they're great or bad. Either way, that's true. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I don't reroll them if they're great. Right. <laughs> Joe's like, up oh, twenty. I, I take it where I can get it. Uh, all right. It is I'm like it's a twenty oh. or a nine. No, that was I'll a take the twenty. Uh, it is Galabras's turn. Galabras, you just hear Galabras. holy hell going on in this room. Man, I really wish that Batman was here <laughs> because that would be a huge advantage. It would be a boon. He'd know what to do. <laughs> um. I'm going to... Can I get a lark in a channel if I channel from where I'm standing? Uh, is he 30 feet away? It looks like he might yeah, be a little... almost exactly. Maybe 35. 20, 25, 30. Yep. Okay. I'm going to channel. Sweet! He'd probably be like right... Yeah, so take a five steps step. up to the door and just... Ooh! Boom. 14. Wow! 14 ah, points of healing. That is awesome. And I'm going to draw my... Crossbow. Round <laughs> two, Della. Uh, you see the cage just landed like inches from taking off your foot. <laughs> Della's gonna magic missile, the one she hit before. Okay. Eleven points of damage. Eleven points of damage. <laughs> Straight through the cage bars. Um, and then. Wish if I you can see this on the map, Della is like wedged into the a corner of the room between the cage <laughs> and the wall with not even five space between her and the wall. I mean, only if they come to the bars, I can hit them with the scimitar. But they have reach, right? I assume? Uh, yes, yes, they would. So there's no... All right, so I shouldn't have dropped the bow. So I'm going to go move back to the doorway where I dropped my bow. I would say any sort of attacking through the cage is just going to give the defender cover, we'll say. Okay. So you get a bonus to your AC because, you know, they're trying to get through the cage. You're trying to get through the cage. Uh, I'm just going to go. You I'm mean gonna... melee attacks? Yeah, melee attacks, if it comes to that. I'm going to move back to where I dropped my bow and sheath the scimitar as I'm moving. Okay. Uh, great. And remember, it's difficult terrain, so you can only move uh, half yeah. speed. I mean, I did it. I'm, however far I moved last time, I'm just moving exactly back. Lork, okay. two spikes to the face. Oh, Lork is hurting. Hurting. Um... He doesn't see a clean way out of this either. He's jammed up against a wall on the other side like Della is. You could also hold to try and relift the cage or... Oh, rage and lift? Interesting. Rage and lift. <laughs> and let everybody oh, like, like that. swarm on the I like that with the music. I like that. Yeah, Lorgas just going to say, Get in there and get them! <laughs> rage, <laughs> grab the pulley. <laughs> a thousand pounds. You just see green sinews on his <laughs> and there goes my rage for the day, so... Sorry, boss fight. You used it on the cage. Uh, Lork, all right. Lork lifts 960 pounds in a rage day. <laughs> all right. That's amazing. Barry Connick Jr. That was fun. Uh, I, I tell Barry to go get him. All right. Kill him! Barry runs in to the... So the one that uh, Baron shot up. Right. Uh, Barry runs in. It obviously gets an attack of opportunity. 24 to hit Barry. Uh, that is a hit. And it's going to be nine points of damage. Is that a okay. bite? Yeah, it just <sighs> bites Barry. 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 Uh, okay. And then uh, Barry is going to power attack, charge, bite. Power attack, charge, charge bite. bite. The oh, wait, he can't charge. It's difficult terrain. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, so he'll just uh, power attack. Power attack, bite. Power and attack, the, bite. And this is the one that's taking all the damage. Yeah. Uh, 15 to hit. 15 misses. Yeah. Barry. Barry. He'll learn one of these days. Ah, Barry. Okay. And it is their turn. Wait, does does Ingrahill get to use her, her held action to rush in there now that it's up? Uh, she absolutely can. And so Ingrahild seeing uh, Barry get hit, she lets Barry go in for the attack, and then Ingrahild moves her only 10 feet because of this. Uh, it takes an, a, a, oh no, it does not have combat reflexes. It cannot take an attack of opportunity on Ingrahild. So Ingrahild goes to hit it. Natural 
20. Nice! Yeah. Yeah. To confirm, natural 18. Oh, yeah! Ingrid steps up and kills the first manticore. Oh, oh, awesome. The thing crumbles. Uh, she, already, she already used her action, so she can't do any more attacks. Oh, it was getting... a really good crit, too. Oh, was it? <laughs> Hack and slash. Double damage and all critical threats against target automatically confirmed for the next three rounds. Oh! oh that was Della, amazing. The, well, both you guys, Skip, that's awesome. Just keep that card up top. Just yeah, pull I'll it next I'll time. I'll put that right back. Well, I mean, <laughs> uh, the only reason I didn't pull the card is because it only had a little bit of damage left, so we'll we'll roll that forward. All crits for the next three rounds are confirmed. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Uh, is that just for No, her just for that for creature. Oh, just for Ingrid. No, 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 just, just for, for that, that creature. creature. And it's uh, death. Oh, so, yeah. well, that's why it was wasted. Let's beat that dead horse. Uh, awesome. Ingrid finally showing her metal here. She's uh, done. She's committed crits before, though. With, yeah, uh, with yeah, bow and arrow in, uh, against uh, that's Jort. That's true. That's true. The only way she could hit Jort was with the uh, crit. All right, this one uh, steps up to Della. Five feet does claw, claw, bite. First attack, bite on Della. 19. 19, exactly. Oh. <laughs> Bite Stella, minimum damage, six points of damage. Claw number one, uh, 17. Miss. Claw number two, 23. Hit. Now I'm wondering why they wouldn't just throw spikes at us all the time. They seem to be like we're effective. Second claw comes in, 10 points of damage. Fresh meat. It is now Ingrahild's, oh no, Ingrahild moved in the initiative order. It is Batman's turn. Batman, <laughs> leading the way. <laughs> uh, Batman's going to take a little five foot step. Or he can't. Uh, yep. No. Uh, well. So I, I'm. I, it looks like I'm going to be shooting through her here. So if I move five foot forward and I shoot over Barry Connick Jr., would that let me? Over Get Barry's it. fine. Um, uh, but like here, I would have to move. I couldn't do my full round. Yeah, right? if you move there, you're fine. You don't have to take any penalties. For All right, it. you take a minus four. Yeah, you take the minus the, four. The usual melee, minus four. but not. It's not going to get cover. Okay, so this is to hit the Manticore with one single roll. Uh, that is a fifteen against that chaser. And that is a hit. Yes. Eleven points of damage. I'm rolling Woo! low. Four bullet sounds. <laughs> Echoing off the cage. Damn it. In the last 12 seconds. Damn it. Galabras. One of the manticores is down and bleeding out. I reach out and touch Della with a bit of luck. Oh, the best person to give a bit of luck. Uh, are you, any uh, any movement, Gal? Or are you going to kind of just I'm roll right back? There. I'm right there. All right. Uh, round three. And it's Della's turn. You are face to face with a lion-headed, dragon-winged, scorpion-tailed, Gary Busey. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's even scarier. Um, okay, well, here we have not been communicating well in this combat. So no. Della sheathed her scimitar. To, if I draw it, is that an does it provoke an attack of opportunity? It does indeed. And is is there a way to? Can I roll acrobatics to avoid that? Is that it? Mm. No, because you're not moving into the space. Uh, yeah, I don't think you can. I mean, I could take a five foot step and. And do it as a move. Difficult terrain, though. Maybe a sleight of hand. Yeah, to you know, avoid the attack of opportunity. I don't have it, but I could roll. I don't know. You want me to roll it? Yeah, that's a, that's a definitely. A train yeah, the skill. yeah. No, it's gonna it's gonna be tough. It's the worst case scenario. It's gonna bite you, and then it'll use up its attack. Right. What, what it doesn't. Whatever you do, you're gonna be subject to an attack of opportunity. Right. Unless you. I just want to see if I could cast roll. a spell and like make your uh, defensive casting. The things, this, yeah, the, the situation in the room is what's making it so hard because there's just crates and shit and statues yeah. laying around everywhere. So. Okay, so I will draw the draw the scimitar and provoke. <sighs> Provokes, it goes natural 20. Oh my god. Della, no! You can't write this stuff. Della is like, ah, what should I do? What should I do? To confirm, Natty 19. I'm not even joking. Oh, I'm Brutes. not. Brutes Magoots. Even. Okay. Joking! Uh, times two damage, 18 points of oh, damage with God. a bite. It just <laughs> right onto Della's translucent uh, skin. And you see that ooh. her blood is blue? Question mark? Question mark? Can I say it's blue? Can that be canon? <laughs> Don't commit. <laughs> Don't commit. <laughs> all right, it's green. Okay. Uh, all right, Della, you t it, facing your fears, this thing. <laughs> it's And you can see it just drooling with fresh meat. So I'll relight the scimitar on fire and take a swing at it. I'm rolling twice. 24 to hit. 24 hits. Oh. 
seven damage. <laughs> I, I rolled a one and a two. I can tell oh. it's skids. <sighs> I can always tell that when I listen Skid back. Skid watches to these. the die rolls and just <sighs> just discount. Del, you know what? You were you were you lost a little bit of strength on that because it just took a chunk out of your arm. Lork, yeah, that your friends, really hurt. Your friends are getting maimed around you. Yourself, you got spikes in your neck. You got a fucking <laughs> spike in your neck. What are you gonna do? Um, is it reasonable to think that I have to keep holding on to the cage? Is there a, like a locking mechanism? Can I like latch it to something and keep the cage up, there's, or do I have to hold it to keep it up? There's usually those those things you wrap. The right. Is there like the a, a cleat? Cleat. Yes. Exactly. Uh, yeah, it's going to take us, uh, you know, uh, a move action, we'll say, to wrap it around something to tie it off. Okay. Then I will wrap it around something and tie it off. Okay. <laughs> very angrily. Very, very angrily. <laughs> and then I will. Um, a lot of traffic. You got Ingrid Hill five feet away from you, Barry Connick Jr. in front of her, and the Manticore's on the other side of the room taking yeah. bites out of your yeah, new okay. friend. And I'll move in 10 feet toward the creature. All right, so you can do the du- double move, essentially. One uh, move to tie it two. off, one move to come in. And then Barry is going to go power attack, full attack action, claw, claw, bite. It cannot take an attack of opportunity because it already took it against Stella. Let's see what Barry can do. He doesn't get the of opportunity he's not anyway. Oh, I, th- I, knew, I thought you were farther. Yeah, you yeah, know, he's right next to it. Sorry. Um, I think he's right next to it, right? Is yeah. he not? Yeah, yeah sure. he is. Uh, okay, here we go. Power attack. Claw, claw bite. Uh, first claw. Miss. <laughs> Second claw. Barry. Uh, 17 to hit? 17 hits. Hey, Barry! Hey. Yeah, drawing blood. All right. Uh, and he does... 28 points of damage? <laughs> Ooh, he does eight points of oh. damage. Ooh. See, but That's what Barry I get from hits. Barry. Yeah, Barry hits, he's gonna do well. Well, he'll hit more when you use him to attack creatures. <laughs> <laughs> now, his problem is that I'm rolling. Oh, man. Uh, last one hits. Oh! Um, uh, the bite, the bite hits. And he does eight points of damage. What? Nice. 16 wow. big wow. ones by he Barry. He is, after all, a bear. Like, let's not forget. Yeah. Bears versus lions. <laughs> this is Barry's natural habitat, fighting uh, it's like dragon-winged a, lions in a storage cellar. It's like a <laughs> fucked up Roman Coliseum. He's like, now this is what I'm used to. I think Barry Magical is, beasts. is basically smoking Jay Cutler after that one. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Inga Hild, uh, is she within range? Does she have to do any movement, or can she just do a full attack action? Uh, I'm not sure who that is. Did you mean uh, Ingrahill? I'm sorry, Ingrahill. Oh, yeah. Um, five feet. It, it's not uh, difficult Shh. terrain inside the cage, right? Shit, yeah, it is. You well, said it wasn't. No, you I'm said sorry. It wasn't. Inside of the cage, it isn't. So she takes five foot step. Full attack, actually. First attack. Uh, hits. Second attack. This is with the Dwarven War Axe. Misses. Now the Masterwork Hand Axe. Hits. And misses. So she gets two hits. She does... Uh, One with each. One with each. Seven points of damage and... 12 points of damage, Ooh, so yeah. whopping Ooh. 21 points of Ooh. damage by Ingrahill. It looks like it's almost dead. Yeah. Oh, please let me kill it. Is, now, this, is this the male or the female that's left? This is the female that's left. Okay. If you leave Usually her alive, maybe she'll just male. eat her male. But she's <laughs> going to do a volley of spikes. Ooh. So she just kind of uh, backs up away from Ingrahill, just, you know, enough uh, five feet within the cage, and uh, unleashes a volley of spikes. Two at Della, one at Inga, one Ingra, one at Lork. Uh, well, it, it provokes. She's still in melee range with it. So, did you want to? She took a five foot. Yeah, but Ingrahild is still in melee range with it. Oh, oh I was trying. I didn't see where Ingrahild was. Oh, okay. So I was up here. But then you, you can't, that's the only way you can go. You'd have to move into difficult terrain to go anywhere else. Right, right, right. That's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It just provokes one swing. I mean, yeah. From uh, her. Okay. Um, then she's, it's not going to move. It's just going to volley the attacks. Uh, Ingrahild will get the swing. Natural two. Can't, can't make that up. Natty two. Uh, so. Wait, 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 wait. But, then, but then Barry gets one and, and Della, Della gets, gets one. one. So I think yeah. you want to take the five foot step and just take that miss from Ingrahild and then volley. I see. Okay. All right. Fine. All right. Um, there you go. So now what? Now it's now you're good to go. You're good. Okay, first attack on Della, uh, nineteen. Hit. Oh, Della takes one to the face. Max damage, eleven points of damage. Oof. Della is very much in in pain. <laughs> oh, we Second are. spike on Della, sixteen. Miss misses. <sighs> Remember, a natural twenty confirmed is times, times four. four damage. Next one is on Ingrahild. Uh, crack to die. <laughs> Sometimes crack die come right at the perfect time to build tension. <gasps> Natty one. 
All right. Almost to confirm the fumble. Does not confirm the fumble. So then the last one is against Lork. Watch this be a natty 20. I'll roll it in front of you. Oh my oh, god. One away. Natural 19. Natural oh. 19. <laughs> Hits Lork for uh, nine points of damage. Oh. Boom! Lork has three of these manticore spikes sticking oh. out of him. And it is now Baron's turn. Baron, it's like teetering. Ingrid fucked it up, along with Barry Connick Jr.'s help. Yeah. Baron, Baron's going to take three shots, or until it's dead. He okay. will stop shooting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he really wants that extra grip point back. He knows he's got to use it. Use it or lose it. Uh, that is a 16 against touch. 16 against touch hits. 11 points of damage. <laughs> Echoes throughout the whole room. <laughs> As the Manticore falls. Yeah. yeah. Now that it's All dead. Right. Now that it's dead, can I ask? Did they have names? No, they did not. Okay. Good. I could name them, but then they'd get crit cards. Him and her. So that's what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> boom! And you just hear boom, 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 echo throughout the room. All of you are just sitting there, chunks taken out of your flesh, spikes sticking out of your body. God. Ingrid looks totally messed up. Barry, looking pretty good. Yeah. Well, he's actually pretty messed up, too. He took uh, two hits. Yeah, the cage damage was bad. Right. For, is, that was the, what really hurt Ing, uh, Ingrid and Lork. And now the two manticores lie dead in the cage, but not without having done some damage. Uh, Galabras, you get a bottle cap for two things. One, for knowing that they were manticores just by their photo, and two, for awesome roleplay. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that was amazing. That was really All good. All right. And uh, you get your official Galabras face bottle cap. Awesome. <laughs> you, you earned it. <laughs> thank you. Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff, for actually getting to use the things you very nicely gave us. Yes. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> I mean, I just give out so many bottle caps. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm running out over here. Uh, I'm looking at your box filled with bottle caps <laughs> as you say that. I think I have three now. I think I have three in the bank. You do? Yeah. Kind of start cashing them in. Can, that's good. To remind remind can, me never to give out another. Can we <laughs> immediately, now that they're in this position, I think one of us should fuck them. Think about searching. <laughs> oh no, no, no! But I think I think that we should attempt to hide amongst these boxes in case someone runs in and trap them in the cage. Like someone should be ready to like chop the rope and get them trapped in there because people are going to investigate. I think unless Troy is just giving us fake foreshadowing of like how many times we echoed. Okay. Like, so we hide amongst... Well, let's them. get back against the walls and wait we'll yeah. Wait for five minutes. See if we hear any movement or anyone so you guys, coming. You guys hang out. And in the meanwhile, I will wand Della and Lork. Yeah, I'll, pick, and I'll pick up my bow. All right, so Galabras just boom, 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 wands Della. Boom, 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 wands Lork. Boom, gives Baron a little juice. I'll let you guys work that out uh, amongst yourselves, how much you got back. You guys lean against the wall. One of you is hiding behind a statue. One of you is crouched down behind a crate. Maybe somebody puts a blanket over their head, just kind of peeks out, makes little ghost holes. <laughs> Ooh, I am the spirit of Red Leg Fort! Uh, I'm the ghost of Brind! <laughs> uh, and the cage above you is just like swinging back and forth precariously. And you're all, both, you're all, all of six of you are looking up at that, even Barry Connick Jr., uh, as much as you're watching the door for someone to come in. Five minutes passes, you don't hear anything. It's quiet. It's quiet. Wow. Maybe a little too quiet. Wow. There is stuff all over the room yeah. and a set of, set of double doors that is now accessible since the cage has been lifted in the back of the room. All right. Who's doing what? Can we take 20 to search the room? Yeah, I don't see why not. Since five minutes passed. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's an hour, isn't it? I'm going right for minutes, that. An hour? Something like that. I'm going right for that dress. Yeah. yeah, we're going right for the dress Does first. Galabras put it on? Is it a Vera Wang? <laughs> uh, what's, what's the thread count? So, uh, sure enough, as they said uh, to you. So, I don't know if you, you just got to let me know if you are actually going to take 20, because that would be an hour. Well, let's do, let's, let's do the dress, and then, I mean, the, I'm just, I, the crates are everything else. Um, so, sure enough, Galabras goes over, pulls it up. The manticores weren't lying. It is, uh, it, at first glance, you'd think it was just a big tarp, but it's a, a gross wedding dress, giant-sized, gem-encrusted silk gown. Uh, you know, it just looks Why like would big... she leave it in here with manticores? It's that's so what I wanted, weird. That's what I wanted to ask the manticores. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Maybe it's, like a, it's a test for her husband-to-be. 
Where? You have to you have to get the wedding dress from the Manticores in order, to, in order to marry her. What if they were dry cleaners before they got captured? <laughs> and when you lift up the uh, dress, you see documents laying underneath. Oh, what? Uh, and as you're just kind of looking through, blah 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 blah, uh, one thing in particular, Galabras jumps out. Oh, at you. Troy has just is handing me through Joe a physical piece of paper with shit written on it. Dramatic and I, reading. And I read, "Tis grim reading," to the great storm tyrant Volstus. You call all giants to bring ruin to the small folk. I, Grenseldeck, answer your call. But I am not your soldier. I offer something better. I pledge my hand in marriage to you. I bring a dowry and a tribe of giants, ogres and orcs, and I will serve at your side as queen. Take me and you will not regret it. Your future bride, Grenseldeck, glorious chieftain of the Twisted Hearts. You see... Other papers, you see a, what looks to be a detailed inventory of the dowry that Grinseldeck was preparing to give. Oh, that'll make things handy. Storm tyrant, Volstus. Um, and the list includes several items that you recognize because you found them in Uskroth's tomb. Most notably, the armor that you're wearing, Galabras. Ooh. The hammer that you're wielding, Galabras. Uskroth's armor, Uskroth's hammer is how it's written. Mm. And, of course, something called. Uskroth's Rock. And that last item is accompanied by a detailed drawing of a geode, and it's half surrounded by scribbled notes hinting that the rock fragment forms half of a treasure map. And though it looks similar to the one that you already have in your possession, it is definitely not the same stone. Oh! A final note. Mentions adding the, quote, stuff in the giant killer's tomb to the dowry. I'll read that again. The final note says, adding to the dowry the stuff in the giant killer's tomb. Mm. Was the giant killer's Ingrid tomb where Ingerhild was going to go? Ingerhild's ancestor, I would guess. Lastly, there is a parchment map showing a location of a secluded valley that both Lork and Baron recognize in the Minespin Mountains, south of Belkson. Whoa. And scrawled on the back of the map, in giant, for those of you who can read giant, and I know there are a couple of you, Galabras, says, my future with Volstice starts here. <laughs> there are also various other sundry items. There's a book of love poems written in giant. <laughs> There's a marble bust of a stone giant, uh, that Galabras recognizes from the sigil on his hammer to be Minderhall. There's a 25-foot square carpet depicting two giants making love. You throw up at the sight. (laughs) (laughs) You are nauseated for three rounds. (laughs) A polished, giant-sized drinking horn made from a mammoth's tusk. A macabre necklace made from petrified human and elf ears. And most interesting of all, a series of 12 framed drawings or proportion studies of various different giants. Huh. Oh. You recognize the cave giant, the ogre, obviously, the hill giant, the marsh giant that you fought outside of uh, the Vault of Thorns, stone giant, frost giant, an Etten, mm. uh, and then some giants you don't even recognize. There is a gem-encrusted scabbard for a huge falcata. A huge, as in the size, huge falcata. A bronze statue of a fierce storm giant riding a dragon. Is that him? Huh. Is he a storm giant? He's the storm king, He's the right? storm king. What you can't see is me putting my hands up in the air like, I don't know. <laughs> it, it really seems like she's collecting like teen people and tiger beat. And that she like loves him so much. She has like a little collage. She's like, <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. <laughs> Volstice. There are also five platinum pieces, 147 gold pieces, 103 silver pieces, 
and 976 copper pieces. And the last thing you find in the room is a crumpled up piece of paper lying on the floor next to a series of unfinished drafts. Glabrus uncrumples it carefully. Grinsildek, I have no interest in your proposed union. Even now, hundreds of giants flock to my banner within Minderhall's Valley. You may bring your trinkets and your tribe and offer them as tribute, and I will consider not killing you outright for your audacity. I give you this one admonition. Do not approach me again with such a proposal. You are below my station, and the very prospect is absurd. If I ever hear such nonsense again, know that I shall take much more than just your hand. I am the storm tyrant. My word thunders with the might of the sky, and my justice strikes swift as lightning. You have been warned, Volstus. We'll see you next week. Oh, 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 man! Oh, oh, the giants are coming. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale, it's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. On a summer night, Douglas Wagg Jr. lay motionless across a strip of railroad tracks before being struck by an oncoming train. I'm investigative journalist Delia D'Ambra, and my investigation into exactly how Doug died took me into the depths of a bizarre mystery. It was really hard to understand what was fact and what wasn't. A mystery that has led me from one suspicious death to another. Listen to Counterclock now, wherever you listen to podcasts.